0: vampires this is mickey and jessica and we've got heather sitting around in the background hey yeah
1: guys. it's a pandemic party <laughs> it's been a long time yeah yeah it really has i think it's been a minute since we've had a guest on um and with the timing we're all uh we're all self um self-quarantining I no guess.
0: it's it the, was the term social social distancing, social. Social distancing. <laughs> except
1: we're not because we're all together but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you live in uh, the reality world. right now, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So we are um, talking mostly about pandemic, epidemic, viral movies.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we kind of get into that, back when things were a little bit more normal, uh, I know that you went to see a
1: few things. Yeah, I went, I went to go see Invisible Man. I did too. Um, Invisible Man is great. It's Elizabeth Moss, um, who's in a shit ton of things, um, Handmaid's Tale. Uh, it's, it's really great. It's, it's great in the way, too, of, like, there are things where you, like, know something's wrong and you know the truth in your soul, you know, and this is one of those movies, like, where I like how the character is like, no, I fucking feel it. Like, this is it. This is, like, what's happening to me. Like, I am not crazy. And she's very strong about it. <clears throat> I loved it. I think it's really creepy. It's, like, a good modern take on the Invisible Man, too. They did a really good job with, like, yeah, that type of creepy technology. It's actually frightening.
0: I actually thought that the I, I thought the movie was great. I loved it. I didn't really have any – I had really no problems with it at all. I will say that, for me, the beginning of the movie, just when – not to give, you know, it's, it's not really spoiling anything, but the whole premise of the movie is that she's escaping from this abusive relationship, and then, you know, he has used, he uses his technology to basically fuck with her and make her think that she's going crazy. Yeah. For me, the scariest part was the beginning when she's just trying to get out of the house. Like, before the yeah. end of the Invisible Man shit happened, I was like, just the fact that here's a woman who's trying to get out of this abusive relationship, and she's trying to sneak out. Mm-hmm. that scared me more. than I was like, oh, my God. If he wakes up, oh, I my know. God. She
1: hits the she hits the dog bowl or whatever, and yeah. you're like, oh, because everyone who's ever had a dog has done that at some point, right. you know, when you're, like, up late, and it's, like, it makes just the loudest echo, and you're like, oh, I God. i do that every day. Yeah, see?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it's Did fucking, you see a
1: little now? I've not seen it yet, you guys aren't ruining anything. So no, 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 it's... Okay, good.
0: I mean, here's the thing. Is, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen a lot of the movie, because they do, it is one yeah. of those shitty trailers where it shows you, like, everything, but um, it's,
1: uh, yeah, it's just, but it's still worth seeing, too, absolutely. in the theater. Like, absolutely. Like, all the characters are really good and totally believable. Yeah. Um, and, I yeah, I really liked it.
0: I did, too. I, I think it was one of the, it made me feel very confident about the, well, <laughs> I was going to say the next wave of movies that are going to be coming out, but who knows what's going to happen now.
1: Yeah, you know what? Um, Just so everyone knows, there's a lot for download, and... Warner Herzog told us it was okay to pirate movies, so I feel like it's fine. Pirate away, guys.
0: <laughs> and this, you know, during this time period, I will totally agree with you, because if you're going out to a fucking theater to get yourself infected just to see uh, Jumanji 3 or 4, fuck you. <laughs> like,
1: but what if it was like Bill and Ted <laughs> the 3 came out? Maybe. Um, I'll
0: take my chance. I think right now <laughs>
1: LA's theaters were open, and I think now everything's closing, so I just read an article, too, about how New York movie theaters are closing as well. Um, so if you can't see it, you know, it sucks, um, but if you're handy on the computer, you can probably find it. I think they've actually already started limiting.
0: Yeah, actually, a lot of theaters now are saying. Oh, really? We're only gonna, yeah.
1: And you had, um, given me the heads up about Arrow Video having, um, like a complete discography, discography, almost, of their movies on sale. Oh,
0: no, it's not even a complete, it's just like, they just took maybe not even a third of, like, they just put a bunch of movies on there, on iTunes, it's 99 cents to rent, or... $2.99 Two ninety nine 99 to buy I mean what a fucking steal um go on go on their website to find out it's called like I think it's their March you know trick or treat special but it's like there's some really great shit on there uh great some great topical stuff right now you can watch the crazies yeah society which is not topical at all but like but, but also makes it. you not yeah. want to interact with anybody in, in you know um. civilized life
1: there's a lot of, I've been watching a lot of TV. I've also been unemployed, so mixture with the coronavirus, it's been a lot of inside time. Um, so I've watched and now the outsider is is over. You haven't watched it yet, which yeah. is really infuriating because I, I think it's one of the better King adaptions to come out in a really long time. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I really like the ending, so it's one of those things that like you know, the build up, build up, build up and then there's like hyper violence that happens. And then there's a period of, like, um, where, you know, you have suspended disbelief. Like, is everything that happened real? Am I making this decision to uh, to believe in this for the rest of my life? It's it's very – it has a very king ending. And I think it's solid all the way through uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Cynthia Erivo. Yeah. God, they're both so fucking good. They really are. They made this whole series. They're excellent, and I hope they work together in the future because it's great. She's great. Like, man, I, I want everyone to watch it so I could talk about it because I, I definitely think it's, like, one of the better.
0: But that's the problem is there's so much television out there. Like, for example, like... But
1: this is the good television. Like, I know. there's so much television, then there's good, and then there's right. okay, and there's entertaining, and then there's bad. But, like,
0: I haven't even caught... I haven't even finished watching Nusferatu, which I watched the first episode with you, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm sold on this, but not, like... So it's like on my list of stuff. Like let me put it this way: because of this coronavirus and because I'm going to be spending a lot more time at home, I have made a list of like movies I want to rewatch, TV shows I want to start watching.
1: But you're are- a rewatch king, man. Like yeah. I'm saying, you got to spend some time on new content. I say the movies to rewatch goes to the bottom. Yeah, thank you, and Heather. It starts thank- at the top because I'm excited because I can finally finish Outsiders. So. Yeah, I, I
0: know. I like I will start it. I will. You know, I just like I said, there's a lot to. I will, you have a lot of time to catch up on stuff. If I, if by the time this whole thing blows over or ends or whatever, and I haven't watched it, then I feel like you have a right to be angry. Because, yeah. like, I will have completely wasted time. But, yes, I will watch it. Um,
1: um, I've also watched um, Marcella. So Marcella is a BBC like cop drama um, that just ended up on Netflix, which is one of their recommendations on things to binge. So I did. I watched the first and second season. Um. I actually really enjoyed it it's very entertaining it's not great but it was enough entertaining enough for it to carry over two seasons to where like I watched it also I feel like this is more accurate how cops operate because I feel like every cop is like a psychopath so it really helps that the character is like really unhinged um and then I watched devs now devs I want everyone to watch um it's new on Hulu We're three episodes in. It's from Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina and Annihilation. Mm -hmm. Um, It's great for me so far, except, you know, quantum technology really fucking scares me. And he does it in a way that, like, freaks me out so much. Like, when I saw his first movie, it made me so unsettled. I also hate robots. I hate any artificial intelligence that's being put into, like, a cyborg-type humanoid robot. It's terrifying. We never learn. You're shrugging, but I'm like, shrugging because we never learn. We never no, learn. we don't. And this also is uh, is deal it deals with like different. I don't want to ruin it because you know I want people to watch the the episodes. But um, it is very creepy. Nick Offerman's in it. He's great so far. Um, Carl Glusman and I can't remember the lead actress's name right now, but I will get it. But it's definitely worth watching. Um, Alex Garland also wrote and directed all of the episodes. Oh, cool. Uh, so it's really cool. And then I watched some other movies. I watched Frontiers, which is, um, part of the new French extremity type of movies. Early 2000s. Very gory. It's set into, like, what's it? this weird timeline where, like, there's thieves running away from something and then, um, they get caught up in, like, a weird Nazi bunker and they're, like, (laughs) trying to escape and, uh, yeah. So that's that. Um, very violent. It was okay. It's like, I think Heather had seen it, right? I've seen it. It's not my favorite out of that whole entire time period when french War was really good and still is good but it was like that explosion of it mm-hmm. um it's definitely on the lower end of my my life yeah like it's worth it's worth like a fun watch but it's like wouldn't put it on your top no um and then i watched come and see so come and see just got a 4k restoration um so i think that's why it's appearing out on a lot of things i think egyptian showed it or was going to show it right before um the uh the uh, closures for yeah. the the pandemic. Um it's it's spectacular and really disturbing. It's like a World War Two war movie of like uh, Russian soldiers and the Nazi um invasion into that part of Russia. Um it's really sad huh. um and disturbing. It's like this this um adolescent boy's take on like him joining the army at a young age and then what happens um yeah it's on the criterion channel in case you guys uh want to spend money on an app i would recommend movie and their criterion app to watch some movies because they're really sick and those are um that's everything i watch really
0: i saw um i mean i saw invisible man um yeah. i saw uh, scream queen my nightmare on elm street which is what i've been yeah. for a long time to see uh and it was well worth it it was great um i really want everybody to see it because i feel like you know, everybody talks about how woke Hollywood is now, so I think it's really interesting to see something, um, see a perspective of, like, hey, you know what? In the 80s, it was totally not, and it was a fucking terrible landscape if you were, you know. Yeah, a
1: lot of, like, queer erasure and, like.
0: Yeah, exactly, and so it's a really, um, it's a really important film, and it's really great. I mean, there was moments where I got a little, like, choked up, because, like I said, you forget about how fucked up, like,
1: yeah, um,
0: this time period was um
1: is it streaming on anything yeah yeah,
0: i think you can download. i can get you can rent it on itunes and i think Mm -hmm. it's worth i think you i i would be i would definitely recommend people rent it so it makes some sort of money so people like it, it shows that like hey there's needs to be these documentaries or these movies about this getting released you know like if it if nobody buys it nobody's you know there's just gonna be no market for it they're gonna be like well you know Nobody wants to see and pay for it.
1: Yeah, I think there's a difference between a big million dollar budget exactly. movie and yeah. then also small independent, you know, documentary type Absolutely.
0: of Absolutely. And so I, I definitely I enjoyed that. Um I uh, I had my birthday, so we watched you got, yeah, well, all of us we were do. there.
1: There's there. some good ones there. Yeah,
0: um we watched uh, Attack of the Mushroom. Well I watched Attack of the Mushroom people, you guys hadn't gotten there yet. And it's it's actually a really, really it's another you know, it's a, put that on the isolation <laughs> pandemic list. Yeah. Attack of the mushroom people. It is so fucking good. Um, like, I I was telling people who were there at the time, I was like, you know, Soderbergh, it was directed by, written and directed by the guy who created Godzilla, but I think it was before Godzilla, and it's this really fucked up movie about these people on a boat, and they get stranded, and they end up on an island where they start, um, ingesting these mushrooms that start transforming them and turning them into, like, you know, mushroom Mushroom people people? (laughs) um it is fucking creepy and it is awesome and like soderbergh wanted to remake it but couldn't get the rights and it just really like that's cool though that like it's not just some weird like i'm not just crazy it's not just some b movie that like came in it was like it actually had some sort of like uh resonance with like you know certain directors because a lot of a lot of of them saw would see the dubbed version of like the midnight movie when they were children and stuff Mm. like that and it's like um it's a great fucking japanese horror film check it out we watched um Children shouldn't play with dead things, which I don't know if you guys have even gotten there yet with that. No, we hadn't. We didn't get there
1: until Scary Movie. Yeah,
0: it was Bob Clark's uh, first movie. We've done Bob Clark movies. With, uh, yeah, Black
1: Christmas, Black Christmas,
0: and Death Dream.
1: Yes, this Death was Dream. his
0: first movie, and it's this weird, interesting. Yeah, it's a really weird zombie movie with Alan Ormsby, who wrote, um, co-wrote Death Dream, and he um. He wrote Deranged, which we watched. Yeah. Um, he's the, he co-wrote Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. He's also the lead actor in it. It's a really weird movie. I definitely recommend it. It's like a, it's not a typical zombie movie, and it's a lot of fun. Um, kind of a weird horror comedy in 1972, I think. Then we watched a Scary Movie, not the... Um,
1: not the Waynes Brothers. Not the Waynes
0: Brothers, but the the really cool like made-in-Texas movie with John Hawks Ye- in it. I loved it. <laughs> You guys are all fucking crazy.
1: I, I, I mean, God, it's <laughs> worth watching, but it is so annoying. It's, like, one of the more annoying... And Mickey, this is... I don't know Mickey's
0: whole, really cool is the way to... Well,
1: I Mickey's would. whole thing about, this is the way you make content attractions, and this it's like... Is, it is.
0: <laughs> there's so much crazy shit in that... No, that.
1: there's not. There's okay. really not. It's I just mean, an old track.
0: With, like, He's like snake uh, pits <laughs> and, like, weird... I mean, like, that's
1: fun, but, like, because we talked about, you know haunted houses and how weird they are especially in la and other places it, it is fun it, it did feel like one of those like backwoods haunted houses that's like in someone's old barn right you know? and that's
0: what i like about those too is that you never feel like i, I was saying is that you get spoiled with, you know i love universal we get spoiled with universal where it's like you go to those like old ones it's like you never know if like the people who are running it are actually fucking crazy you know it's just <laughs> like whereas universal it's like i the illusion of being like at all scared or being in you know you know uh, in danger is non-existent. Whereas when you go to these like homemade like haunted houses, a lot of them suck, but some of them are awesome. And I'm just saying that if I went to this haunted house, I would have felt like my money was well spent. <laughs> and the soundtrack's fucking cool. And John Hawks is in it, and he's great. He's like doing this weird pa- like half of it. Like he's he's but doesn't have a lot of dialogue in it. It's just him like making weird absurd facial expressions i love it um, it's just a weird movie is it a great horror movie no it's not scary at all but is it a is it a i think it's a movie that was i'm glad it exists because it was like man this this i like you guys were all like oh that wasn't that that scary that wasn't that great now inside i was like that's the type of movie i want to make <laughs> so um but uh, i i really like it and then we watched uh Howling 2.
1: Telling two was cool. Was I thought was better than Ugh. Scary Movie.
0: I hope you don't mean like on a technical the outfits,
1: level. The outfits, the outfits, very. It felt like very moogler. I'm you know? super partial just because that's one of my favorite series ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I thought this one was but fun. It's it not a, the best one. It it's has like o- hairy it's awesome.
0: orgies. It's a really bad movie.
1: It had hairy orgies.
0: It does have hairy orgies. It also has like. I mean, here's the thing. There is, like, five minutes of that Christopher movie. Christopher Lee's in it. I was going to say, there's five minutes of that movie where Christopher Lee is, like, kind of, like, wandering through Los Angeles, like, trying to fight. <laughs> that is, like, super cool. It's like, man, that is the movie that needs to be. That that itself.
1: There's cool music.
0: Yeah, it's the same song, like, 20 times. <laughs> and I love that song. Um, But Christopher Lee kind of, like, you know, guarding the, the mean streets of Los Angeles uh, uh, from werewolves. I love that. It's when they go to Transylvania that it all kind of falls apart. Where like... The two leads that aren't Christopher Lee have no, at no romantic chemistry at all.
1: It's so awkward for for uh, even though I knew they weren't, I felt like they were related for most of the movie.
0: Yeah, because there's just no sex appeal for either of yeah, them. Yeah, and, and then when
1: they do it, you're like, am I watching weird taboo
0: porn? Yeah, because they're doing it with clothes on, and you're like, how are they fucking with clothes on? Um, there's just a lot of great absurdity in Howling Two. It was definitely yeah. it was my it was. One of my one of the ones I knew that if, like, people hadn't seen it, they were really going to respond to it because, I mean, it's laughably bad. There's an entire... You can you go on YouTube can there's this entire...
1: Laughably good. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> there's a
0: scene where, like, this these two characters are, like, they're chasing after this woman that they've brought to this, like, warehouse because they think they're going to, like, get some, and then she, like, runs off and starts howling like an idiot, and they're like, ooh, okay, and they start, like... They kind of, like, have this aggressive, like, we're going to party now, and they start, like, trying to find her, and, like in the back like you see you have this one guy in the in the, the you know the foreground and in the background you see this guy and he's like laughing like a like a a stock like 80s like henchman character like a he, like, mm-hmm. that stupid giggle and then you see like a wooden like thing just like come from out of nowhere just <laughs> hit him and he's like in slow motion and it's one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things that movie is riddled with such great unintentional humor and i loved it um one of my favorites.
1: It's it's really funny. It's really it's a really fun movie to watch.
0: And then um I um I'm kind of just trying to recap recap and everything. Uh Thursday night I uh Friday the uh, Thursday the 12th I watched um I had to rewatch the thing because I was like what could be any more topical than a movie about people who don't trust each other and and anybody can be infected yeah um so I watched the thing and then on Friday the 13th the three of us and some other people we went and did an escape room. Which we escaped. Maybe I, we could still be in it and just not. It could be that good of an escape room where it's like actually. Yeah, I know that we left. Yeah, yeah you We're still, still in. You're still in it. Um, like, uh, like I'll like wake up and I'll be in like that weird comic book room that like they had in their lobby where it was like tons of cool comics. Um, and then we played a board game that was like Friday Thirteenth inspired called Last Friday. It was very long. Yep. Very very long. I I had a good time.
1: It's fun to play. It's just long. It's I don't long. Know it what. long. It is Just prepare your time. It's like Risk, except, you know, Friday the 13th, sort of. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's Risk with Friday the 13th. And then uh, Saturday the 14th, I watched a movie called <laughs> Veronica on Netflix. Veronica. Which, yeah. I was fine. I just, a lot of, when it came out, a lot of people were like, this is one of the scariest movies ever. And it's like, for those, anybody who said that, said that because they've never seen The Exorcist. You know what I mean? Like, cause I liked
1: it. It's good. But yeah. is it the
0: scariest movie you've ever seen? No, is it scary? I, I talked scared. about
1: we talked about it though a little bit. I know or...
0: it's just not The Exorcist, and like I. Feel but like, nothing
1: is going to be The Exorcist. I agree. It's but nothing can be The Exorcist. What I'm ever saying again. is a
0: lot of people who are sitting there saying that, that it's the scariest movie ever probably haven't seen The Exorcist, and if they had, they'd be like, oh. I doubt. I don't know. I I, I don't know either.
1: I I, I don't want to say it because it's like. How can you trust someone who's never seen The Exorcist? I just I want, agree. I don't want to believe that they're out there. <laughs> they're out
0: there. Oh, believe me. I know people that I work with who haven't seen movies that have never that haven't come out ten years before they were born. And I'm like, <laughs> so like, you know, What is that reference? I don't even get it. Like, how are you? You know, I wasn't even born then. I'm like, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I uh-huh. wasn't born around the time I saw a lot of the movies that I love, and uh, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, now we're kind of now of course like yeah our our the the timeline was like for which friday we was declared a national emergency
1: yeah and it was like all of a sudden things happened very fast yeah um and so we thought it would be kind of funny and obviously relevant to do like pandemic or epidemic or viral or like infected
0: or isolation and there's
1: or isolation and there's so many different types so this you could go easily into the zombie genre which i don't really want to do because it's just the most known but we yeah. know that's how it starts. It starts yeah. with an infection and then everyone else gets infected and then the world ends. Man, the world fucking ends. But um there's so many movies like this too. So we obviously watched one, but there's there's and we were just kind of naming all of them that I've we've seen, you know, Blindless might might be one of my favorites that um I forgot about Julianne Moore, I think early 2000s. Blindness is is quite terrifying in the way that the epidemic is that um, everyone starts to go blind. And it it starts, same, similar, you you have a few cases and then it's everyone. And then the government starts rounding up people. And the whole thing is Julianne Moore's character is the only one that can see. And so people, she's pretending to be blind so she could go with her husband into these roundup camps that they're throwing people in, that's all, everyone's blind. Um so it's about basically her surviving in these camps uh while the world slowly goes by and she's the only one that I could see. Um Children of Men is a good one. Again, I will always brag about how I saw Wes Craven give a presentation on Children of Men and he called it one of his favorite movies. Um it was really cool, but obviously the whole epidemic that happens there is no one no women can give birth anymore. And so um, the humanity rate just drastically drops because no one is having children anymore. And so they're all the last of humanity. Um, and that's one of my favorite films. It's, it's just excellent. Um, and we could go on and on. Like there's the Andromeda strain, body snatchers technically, because you know, that's yeah, yeah. an I epidemic mean... and they're fucking shooting things by mouth. Like, um, it, even, um, do you remember that nineties movie Fallen? Denzel.
0: I watched the first yes. time I ever watched it was with you.
1: I fucking love that movie, and that can be considered even though it's religious. It's by touch, and even so though, it, though and it's the, the rate hidden of spread. Yeah, but the <laughs> please. I'm just saying. Um, but there's so many, and even the hidden is is one that could be easily sure, spread. Sure, yeah. And then you you have. I mean, you can anything that's spread by. But it, it's not so much as
0: that. It's not. It's not like you have it and then you spread it to me and I have it. It's more of like you transfer it from one person to another. So I.
1: But technically, if I had it, I way. die. I give it to you. Okay. You have. It. All right. All right. You know, I, there's a lot of different ones, and then there's also like weird. Uh, I am Legend. It sucks because it's a film. It's many films. There's I Am Legend, Omega Man. And then there's yeah, I Am. Omega Man was the
0: one I was gonna mention. Um,
1: with Will Smith, who it's still. Nope. Yeah, it's pretty bad, but it's Omega technically Man. it's technically you know that story of um, the viral spread and then being immune. Yeah, um, and it's excellent a book by the way. If you want to read it, um, I one imagine, of my yeah. actually yeah one of my favorite books ever. Um, you have the strain, which was a book written by Guillermo Guillermo Toro and Chuck Hogan, um, also became a TV show. Uh, spread, again, very fast. Which
0: also treats, like, it's very kind of similar to I Am Legend, where it treats vampirism as a infectious disease. As a disease,
1: yeah. yeah. And then you have, like, that weird zombie crossover where you had infections, like, 28 days later. That's a good one. Even Zombieland was um, infection. Sure. Um, running zombies, stuff like that. So, it there's, like... I mean, all the Romero thing. zombie movies are infection yeah. yeah but then you can do the favorite contracted which is contracted and then you have sexual disease and oh yeah and like t- it follows <coughs> um you have <coughs> actual
0: coronavirus
1: coronavirus i just smoked a ton of weed before this i'm sorry guys I, i'm not sick <laughs> um and then you have actual drama movies like outbreak which yeah. terrified me as a kid <coughs> um i saw that in the movie theater and i was like holy shit and then Contagion, more recently. That's a Soderbergh movie, mm. um, which I saw in the movie theater, too. I recently <laughs> watched it just to fuel my paranoia. Right. Um, that's a real good one, though. Mad Damon. Gwyneth Paltrow dies, so that's pretty cool.
0: Gwyneth Paltrow, who I feel like is somehow responsible for the first Yeah, it's her business. vagina candle,
1: I'm pretty sure, that spread yeah. coronavirus.
0: <laughs> um, let's not get more misinformation out there. <laughs> Um, and there's also, like, great isolation movies, like, yeah. the, like The Shining. Um, yes. Uh, you know, one movie that I, I, well, a movie I just mentioned, The Thing, which is a great infection movie, and...
1: <sighs> the Thing is so perfect in is. every way.
0: I feel like The Thing is is the go-to in, in this scenario, um, just because, I don't know, I spent, like, so I watched it on Thursday, we watched it on Thursday, and I spent the entire day, Friday, saying to my wife over and over again, like, you know, I think we should start cooking our own meals, and start <laughs> eating out of cans, and she'd be like, shut up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would just keep quoting that one line because I just thought it was so like. Oh, now I get it. I freaked out. Um, and then um, so there's The Shining. There's I mean, like some movies like The Evil Dead, where it just spreads the so fast. Yeah, yeah. Like, the 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 like wildfire, the demonic possession, and everything. So I, I any movie where you can like you can be fine one minute and then the next minute you're like your heart, your carrier, a carrier of either an infectious disease or a supernatural entity. Entity. Uh, really, thing, yeah. I think those are good. Good go tos. um One of the reasons why you know I think it was great that we did the movie we watched was because, um, quick backstory: John Carpenter has three movies that he considers his apocalyptic trilogy, because basically by the end of the movie, it's hinted that like this one, whatever happens in the movie could wipe out the entire planet. Mm-hmm. You know, you so you have um, the first one is the thing. The yes. third one is in the Mouth of Madness, which is a criminally underrated. Horror movie, and that's more of like, um, instead of like a weird alien disease or alien or evil, it's a Lovecraftian end of the world scenario, yeah. Uh, but then we watched the second one in his trilogy, which is uh Prince of Darkness, which I think is one of his greatest films. But, um, you know, what is it? A bunch of scientists or students, they're
1: students, student scientists. even though you know, Eggshan is like, you're all considered. Doctors technically. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, they're not. They're they not Doctor. They have um, to
0: team up with Donald Pleasance, who's basically like, look, the devil's in a jar and a you know, big ass jar. A big ass jar. And basically he's just like uh he's he's like what what small cookies compared to like the big the big yeah. anti god that like he's gonna try to bring out and so they have to like work with Donald Pleasance and um and basically stop Satan in a jar, and people, like, vomit sneezing into each
1: other's mouths, infecting each other. They really are projectile vomit sneezing. It's, like, also disturbing. It's, like, disturbing yeah. to me. nobody's like, washing their like hands. like a shot.
0: You know, entire fucking movie. Right
1: in, yeah, especially for, like, physicists, if you saw a giant jar of, like, primordial goo, and it's, like, leaking, but it's leaking upwards, like, I would just be like, you know, I'm gonna distance myself from this thing, because, I don't know. But they're
0: the only ones who can stop it.
1: I mean, sort of, only because proximity. They didn't even figure out... I mean, anyone could have stopped it, technically.
0: Um, yeah, (laughs) I guess. They Uh, didn't
1: need to be physicists.
0: I think what makes this... I mean, I love... I honestly do. Like, I remember Steve and I talked about Desert Island movies one time, and I said that as much as I think the, The Thing is a better movie... I think I might take this one. Really? On it, Yeah, just because it's like, it's, I, I don't love it more than the thing, but I watch it more. Like The thing is, one of those movies that's so good, you can only watch it once in a while. It's really, yeah. you don't want to overdo it. Whereas I feel like Prince of Darkness, I've watched several times. Um, I've, I've told the story before, the first time I ever watched it was actually in my early 20s. My roommate at the time, we were in Boston. I rented it and we were watching it. And, um, you know, halfway through the movie, we're both like looking at each other and we're just like, getting creeped out. Like, legitimately creeped out. It's a great movie to watch in the dark. You get a little, okay, this is weird, you know? And then, um, and then at one point I was like, man, is is this movie that fucking scary? Or did we just not pay our gas bill and it's just getting colder and colder? And he's like, I don't know. Turns out we, we didn't pay our gas bill. So we were, so by the end of the movie, by the end of the movie, we were seeing our breath, you know, because that's how quickly the temperature would drop in Boston. But like, we, the, the idea that the movie was that fucking creepy that it could be that was like i've always like been like yeah see that's a testament to how good this movie is but i think one of the great things about this movie is that it combines science and religion which i think is cool um to, to when they play when he plays both of those um,
1: it's yeah it gets very serious yeah. in a in a kind of silly sort of way
0: sure and but then you've got this amazing it's like a cast of like oh man like it's people that he's, John Carpenter's worked with before. You got yeah. um, Victor Wong, who played Egg Shen. And Donald Pleasance who played Dr. Loomis. Like, right there, that should be enough. But then you got Dennis Dunn, who played Wang in Big Trouble yeah. China, and basically plays, I feel like, who would be my character in this situation. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I like that you make that correlation, especially I, when he's freaking out. And he's like, someone help me! Yeah,
0: I, I don't think I would be Jameson Parker, who from, who's on a, um, Jameson Parker is technically the lead. Um, it, well, he shares the lead with his yeah. mustache. <laughs> it's um, Jameson Parker was on Simon and Simon, and that mustache is amazing. Like first time I saw this movie, I don't know if you guys remember Superman Two. There's a part oh, where yeah. he, he takes the Superman logo off his chest and he throws it like cellophane. And it, I always, I was always waiting for that moment where Jameson Parker would just pull off his mustache <laughs> and fling it at one of the 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 possessed people. But then you've got uh, Lisa Blount, who is um, you know, late Lisa Blount. She passed away. Oh. Uh, Tenly, like, about ten years ago. Oh. <laughs> well RIP. I, But, like, uh, yeah, but, I mean, like, she was still young. and Yeah. Like, but she's, I, I, the other movie that I always recognize her from is um, Dead and Buried, which if you haven't seen that movie, no. it's not an isolation movie. It's not as long, it's, you should watch it. It's on Shutter, You should check it out. Yeah. Dead and Buried is fucking fantastic. It's a great little horror movie, but she's, she's, that's what I recognize her from, but she's in it. Um, You've got, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, Jameson Parker, Lisa Blount, Donald Pleasence, Victor Wong, Dennis Dunn, Peter Jason, who was like, this is the first time he shows up in, he's a guy who'll show up in a lot of, like, Carpenter films moving forward. Um, This, Prince of Darkness came out after Big Trouble, um, which I believe came out after Starman. So after Big Trouble, you get Prince of Darkness, which was, like, basically a live film, where they told, like, both Wes Craven and John Carpenter, like, we'll do a three-picture deal with you guys, and well, guys, we're not gonna give you a huge budget, but we're gonna let you do what you, whatever you want with that budget. Yeah. Like, and so what came out of that deal was um, for Carpenter, I think, was a lot was um, Prince of Darkness and They Live. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if there was a third one. Um, for Wes Craven, it was um, Shocker and People Under the Stairs. Yeah. Um, which is still pretty cool. Um, but um, the the guy who ran Alive Films, which was like a you know, was uh, Shep Gordon, who was Alice Cooper's manager. Alice oh, it's, I was
1: gonna ask how, like, yeah, how Alice Cooper came into this. Like, was he just a fan? Was like, I would just want to be in it. Like, uh,
0: oh, so Alice Cooper's in the movie. I think he just wandered onto set and they were just like, let's
1: just film yeah, him like, and oh, see what he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right. No, yeah,
0: uh, he is because he was Al- Alice Cooper's uh, manager. Manager, but also like they asked him, they were like, would you want to be in this movie? And he loved yeah, Alice Cooper loves horror movies mm-hmm. um, and was like fuck yeah I want to do it and he doesn't he doesn't say a fucking word in the movie yeah and
1: he doesn't need to no. to be honest
0: so that was the other thing so they're trapped in this building they're trapped in this old church and one by one the weird green jar is infecting people via like I said like just vomiting into each other's mouths which is ugh. And then, um, gross. And then, um... (laughs) Gross. And then you have a a small band of survivors who aren't infected, who are just basically, like, holed up. And meanwhile, outside, you've got, um, uh, all these homeless... A slew of homeless people. Who are, like,
1: who are... I like that it makes the point of, like, it's, like, could be mass hysteria but yeah. could also be a sickness and of course the first people who it always happens to is like the homeless exactly population
0: exactly and so like you have these homeless people who are like you know kind of like almost like mindless zombies but like and i was telling you guys a story that in the first uh first film i ever worked on i was guarding a grip truck it was right near where this movie was shot i didn't put it together until we watched it today but uh and i was guarding the grip, grip, grip truck and a front of it was just me and a friend of ours because we were in a a bad neighborhood that is now, like, the arts district. Everybody goes there. It's super, like, hip and cool. But back in, like, um, 2008, it was, and before that, it was, like, this, it was, like, the first time I ever saw, like, a trash can fire.
1: Yeah. You know? and yeah. and, and you had homeless
0: people there. And it was really sad because you had the homeless people there that were clearly, you know, they wasn't just that they were homeless. They were, like, they had some sort of, like, mental illness. Yeah. To the point where, like, once the, so the first two nights we were there, we were terrified. And then after, by the, like, by the end of the week there, I was, like, stealing food from the craft service table and, like, Giving it to them because I was like, you know, you guys need to eat. But before that, all that happened, I remember I was on the, I was at the grip truck, and my friend went to use the restroom. It was just me and him. Everybody else is inside, and then these two homeless guys just stepped out into the the middle of the street, (laughs) like from a distance. They're all just staring at me, and it was just like Alice Cooper and the other, you know, other homeless people. And I was like, oh my god, this is just like Prince of Darkness. Um, There
1: are some great, there are some great alley shots in here. The one with Alice Cooper. Um, Sneaking up. I've always liked shots like this because it always scares me because, you know, there's such deep, dark shadows and then there's lights. And so you see someone in the distance under one light, and then, obviously, as they're progressing towards you, they disappear and reappear under the light. Right. Um, it's so fucking scary. And then, also, a ton of the hallway scenes in this old church building yeah. are incredible when they're, especially, they're just standing there. And a very weird Italian horror um, the knife shot or the scissors when yeah. they're going towards him. Ooh, that's, a, that's very nice. Very yeah. nice.
0: What well, what I like about it is there's this moment that I think that goes unnoticed, but I notice it. I, and maybe I'm not. The, maybe I'm the only one who's reading it a lot into it. But there's a scene where like, because the movie takes place in the span of like 48 hours. So yeah. at one point they go, th- you know, hell has already broken loose at this point. Now you got these characters that are trapped in this room. And you got other characters that are possessed, and it's like whatever. And at one point you see an exterior shot of the church, and it's date. It's like morning, and you see cars driving by. It's like for the rest of the world, it's normal. But in this little, like, tiny place, there's, like, all, you, know, like, you it looks yeah. completely, in, you know, normal at the in, out, from the outside, but on the inside, there's, like, the fate of the human race is going on inside this fucking, this that's, church.
1: And that's another uh, thing, too, that I like about series like this, is, like, it's subject to these people, and only them are gonna know, and it's, like, we can never tell anybody the truth, like, ha- no one would ever believe us, but we know the truth, and then from there on, they're changed.
0: Right um and that
1: yeah and that's kind of that that always
0: freaks me out what i also like about this movie and i didn't really appreciate it until (laughs) now until like literally what's going on in spitting in mouths yeah spitting in mouths but also like you have this one character and i love this character because he's just so absurd but he's like at first i was like you know when i've watched this movie before i'm like man fuck this guy but now i'm like oh people like this do exist the guy who's like I can't believe you guys are taking this all seriously. I mean, this is bullshit, yeah. you know? and, you're like, and then, He says,
1: this is caca.
0: He says that too, and, I, and then he just like, says it to himself. Yeah. And I love that, but now, I always love that character because I was like, well, he, you know, he says that this is bullshit, but then later on he's like, this guy, this is caca. And then they all walk away and they leave him behind and he just says it to himself like, caca. Caca, you know. <laughs> but what I love about that character now is with this this coronavirus thing happened, you do have people being like, I can't believe you guys are taking this seriously. This is bullshit. I'm like, oh, you're that guy.
1: You're that guy. Yeah. And there's lots of people yeah. out there like that. Yeah. But you also don't want to be the homeless people that are just feeding into mass hysteria. Sure. No, I feel like there's a
0: healthy... There's got to be a healthy, fine line. I There's think a that balance. There's a balance. Yeah. But being that guy who's just like, man, fuck this shit. This is all bullshit. You're like, oh, man. And I've seen it a lot. Like, I've worked with a few people like that. I see it like... You know, you see it on... you read about on the internet somebody just being like i don't know what you guys are all panicking about it's just a fucking hoax it's just like it's just like the flow and it's like yeah that's right buddy you know so (laughs) alex jones yeah that's the guy that that is that guy in the movie is that is to me a microcosm of that type of person it's
1: a false flag guys
0: yeah or it's a fucking democratic conspiracy it's like oh my god um one of the things i love about this movie too is there's a few easter eggs here Um, Yeah, the uh, screenplay is accredited to Martin Quatermass. Martin Quatermass doesn't exist. Martin Quatermass is John Carpenter. Mm -hmm. John Carpenter used the name Martin Quatermass because there was a character in there was these BBC um, television events in the late fifties, early sixties called the Quatermass serials, and it was like um, it's basically like um, I think the first one there's like a rocket ship that lands on Earth, you know, like a, a manned rocket ship. Um, that crash lands, and then the one of the only survivors infected by something, and he starts like becoming this weird monster throughout the rest of the story. This mm-hmm. this professor Quatermass has like is the only one who's got the brains to fucking stop him, you know. And then the next one is I think Quatermass and the Piss Pit, Quatermass in the Piss,
1: <laughs> and the piss. Quatermass and <laughs> the Pit, where
0: uh, there's like an underground like and, and they they all these Quatermass stories or serials all tie into like weird like like. Ancient astronaut theories and stuff like that before there was even before they became like part of common science fiction, you know. Mm-hmm. So like these really influential weird sci-fi throws, and then Hammer films made them all into movies. Right, like, so the show would come out on BBC, and then Hammer would put out the movie, and then you know, yeah. And um, they were all written by this author named uh, this writer named Nigel Neal. Uh, Nigel Neal wrote. Uh, Hall- he Carpenter was a huge fan of his. Yeah, and I and and he hired Nigel Neal to write Halloween three. But then Nigel Neal was was not happy with the results, so he took his name off because he was also like this curmudgeonly writer, you know. Mm-hmm. But Jameson Parker's character is is tra- has transferred from Neal University, and he's wearing a Neal shirt, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's all these references like to um, to uh, Nigel Neal and Martin and the Quatermass stories, and so knowing that those are a big Carpenter influence. In fact, I have a copy of um, the Quater Mass Experiment, which was the first movie and there's a there's an interview with carpenter on it oh about really about how influential these movies cool. were to his his later work you know yeah so, uh, i like that you know prince of darkness has a lot of and a lot of it is kind of like you know again it's like the idea of like science and religion or are they one and the same or do we get all of our religion from like you know science you know like is
1: mm-hmm.
0: ancient astronaut stuff you know so it's like it's all it all comes together in this movie um which I just I, I love. I mean that fucking cast. It's like a, it's like a John Carpenter's greatest hits before he even gets he's done his career. It's like yeah, um, Egg Shen,
1: Egg Shen.
0: I would go to fucking college and take physics or whatever <laughs> if Egg Shen was my teacher. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I would go to
0: church if Donald Pleasance was the priest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is like a dream come true for. Um,
1: no, for- it is. It's super. It's super fun. Very much um an epidemic movie, even though it's a tinge religious horror. Yeah. Um, it's it's really fun. It's creepy. It's creepy.
0: There is one character who, um he uh is this tall black guy named Calder and like he gets oh, possessed I love it. and he just yeah. has like this really, really fucking creepy giggle. And there's also this moment where he's like he's possessed, he's looking at the mirror and at first he's like he's like giggling, but then there's a moment like a few minutes later where he's looking at it and it seems like he's almost having like a moment of like uh, he's fighting
1: himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he's
0: real like he's he's starting to realize what's happened, you know, and like his 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 real self is starting to come through and it's like fucking petrified, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like what a creepy moment.
1: Yeah. Um, and he does it so well. Yes. Like that you're right, his like weird gurgle and like laugh is just like, ooh, it like fills the room.
0: Yeah, he's great. I mean, like this is not um it, it, it's a weird cast in the sense that like some of these people you're like, oh you know like again jameson parker who's just coming off of a the show simon and simon um like i guess he wouldn't be a conventional you know you were like i can't buy him as a college student i'm like yeah because he looks like 45 if you saw him without a mustache you yeah think he look like a teenager a yeah you know but um but like what makes it great it was great that there's not a lot of big name actors but they all like they're all so good at their parts you know yeah and then um which is great because there's some things that you they kind of sell in this movie that they have to like sell with their acting that like... I mean, there's a... Um, there's My favorite, my absolute favorite part of this entire movie is that... It sticks with me even after I watch it is the dream sequence where it's like...
1: Yeah. Where like,
0: they're getting a, f- they're a dream from the... F- well, it's not a dream. It's like a message from the future, but yeah. it's coming to us on as a the dream. Yeah, on the
1: wavelength. Yeah. Because... And it's,
0: of the church and like the weird figure in the... Oh, it gets me every fucking <laughs> time. Um, I love It reminds me of Lord movie.
1: of Illusions a little bit. How so? You never see, Do you ever see his like whole church presence? He's wearing a robe and he's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
0: um, um, Nyx. Nyx? Yeah. Yeah. We got to do that
1: movie at some point, too. It's one of my favorites. It's a good one. Lord of Illusions. It is. It's very, didn't we watch it? No. I re, we, I've we re- watched re-watched it. It's very, it's got, oh, I just.
0: It's pretty sick because I rewatched it three weeks ago. Like, I. What? Lord of I, Illusions? Yeah, I own oh, it. Oh, really?
1: I own it. And I, was, I did like, too. And I was, but like, that was like, I, it's funny because we talked about this, but what, some of those DVDs on my shelf are so old that I had to flip it over <laughs> watching. <laughs> right. Uh, I think Lord of Illusions is one of those, but it's it's a great film. But this this is a great film. Um, I yeah. think we'll list all of these movies too. Yeah. Um, if you want to watch them, since we're all gonna be quarantined eventually, I feel like yeah. so lots of time on our hands, guys.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, Prince Dark. Wash your
1: hands. Don't um don't spit in people's mouths. Yeah. Mouth. mouth is yeah, mouth.
0: If, or if you're going to spit in somebody's mouth, cover your mouth first so nothing happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't, like, I feel like that's the thing. Like, it, when you see something, you want to scream, and that is what opens the mouth. Because yeah. you're like, ah, and then, right. like, it just projectiles right into your throat. Yeah. Um. Don't, maybe don't do that.
0: Yeah, don't climb up don't, on each other's cots and vomit into each other's yeah, mouths. Yeah,
1: don't, um, not nice. don't spit into each other's mouths.
0: <laughs> just be cool. Don't be a dick, like, You know, don't panic, but also don't take it lightly, and also don't spit in each other's mouths and infect everybody, because that's
1: fucked up. Stay at home, wash your hands. And uh, keep calm, guys, and we'll be back with some more shit. And also,
0: if you can think of an epidemic movie that we haven't fucking mentioned, or that we don't mention. I mean, mention, we
1: had—we didn't mention, mention a lot. Them, I yeah, mean, I there's a lot. There's like so many genres, technically. When we post. Oh, yeah, The Constant Gardener. I forgot about that movie, but I'm looking at it. That's not an show.
0: infection movie.
1: It's kind of an infection movie, is it? The,
0: I never saw it. Was it, is it a, that
1: you never saw? What are you talking about? So how is The Constant Gardener an infection <laughs> You've movie? You've never. It is. It's an infection movie, I'm pretty sure. Keep talking. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there's there's tons of movies, especially in in the vampire genre, and the zombie genre, and the actual virus infected genre. So, um, please give us a list, cause we'll watch it since we all have the time in the world. See. No, the jury's out. I can't tell. It says a. Uh, I've but I fucking seen it, <laughs> and you haven't. I haven't seen it either, so I can't jump in on this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just says a vast conspiracy that could affect millions of people. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a it's a thing for a fucking vaccine for a virus. That's what it is. We're so fucked. And um and pharmaceutical companies. Which is true. I'm not gonna say that there won't be a vaccine eventually that is gonna be a bazillion dollars, and then only rich people can have it, and the rest of us will die and leave only the rich for the world, but you know, it might, it might happen. It probably will happen. So check us out under our <laughs> vampires. Don't feed into the hysteria, guys.
0: Yeah, don't post anything like, that's hysterical. Don't quote like, me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right.
1: Bye, guys. See you soon, hopefully. Be safe. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
0: proximity has the same dream what is it a secret that can no longer be kept it started a month ago what started a change in the earth and the sky his power
1: there's a weird locking mechanism looks like it can only be open from the inside
0: a life Form is growing
1: out of prebiotic fluid. It's not winding down into disorder. It's self-organizing. It's becoming something. What? Ugh.